Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> hey, fuckers. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. And we're so happy because today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Talkspace, the online therapy company. For as little as $32 a week, you can work with an experienced licensed therapist handpicked just for you. On Talkspace, you can send text, audio, and video messages to your therapist. I can only imagine what the video messages are like. Uh, <laughs> taking a shit, but you said I could do this. Huh? <laughs> it's just me. It's just you crying like the Leave Britney Alone video, a close-up, like, <gasps> Uh, <laughs> Life is hard, dog's face. <laughs> or like the end of the Blair Witch Project. Like, <gasps> I just can't. <laughs> um, and you can talk about your life, work through what's keeping you up at night, or just work on feeling a bit happier. We could all use that. To sign up or learn more, go to Talkspace.com slash GWF. And to show your support for this podcast, use code GWF to get $30 off your first month. That's GWF at Talkspace.com slash GWF. It's therapy for how we live today. Come see us live. Let's do it. Therapy. Yes. Living today. Uh, on Friday, May 26th, uh, Nacho Bitches happens as usual at New York Comedy Club. That's co-hosted by Blair Saki and myself. Showtime's 11.15 p.m. Use code Nacho for $10 tickets. These shows are 16 and up. We don't do a ton of shows that are that low age minimum. Obviously, you have to be 21 to drink. Uh, but come party. It'll be a fun time. It's a good show. And then the next day, if you hadn't had enough, <laughs> come to Glamour Puss on Saturday, May 27th at 7.30 p.m. Co- by Wendy Starling and myself at Zinc Bar. Uh, if you're in the Los Angeles area, next month's Glamour Puss is going to be there. We're doing it uh, Saturday, June 24th at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room at 1030. So come hang out with us in both coasts. And then come see us on the tour. <laughs> Wait. Oh, it's not tonight. Wait, it's, it's next week. Whoopsies. I said tonight for Vegas, but it's not. Oh, no, no, no. I, I know. Don't worry. I, I know that we're not going to be I messed up. I know when we're going to be in Vegas. Uh, yes, this is very crucial, guys. Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a fun place. Maybe you don't live there, but you know what? Maybe it's time to take a fucking trip Just there. Just go. So we are going to be there May 18th through the 21st at the Crapshoot Comedy Festival. It's an amazing festival. A lot of great women are there. Tignataro, Ali mm, Wong, mm-hmm. uh, and then Dave Attell is oh, not a woman, but a great but comedian. He's amazing. <laughs> M- uh, Minneapolis, Thursday, June 1st. We're going to be at you in the women's club. And then Milwaukee, Friday, June 2nd. We're going to be at the Pabst Theater. Chicago, Illinois, Saturday, June 3rd. We're doing two shows at Talia Hall, 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. for the AV Comedy Fest. And Montreal, Canada. We're back at Just for Laughs, July 24th through the 29th. This time we're doing the Guys We Fucked Experience show. We're doing the live podcast recording and we're going to be co-hosting a couple of stand-up shows. Please, especially the Guys We Fucked Experience and podcast recording, buy your tickets immediately. Yeah, those are sell out. Not only are they going to sell out, but also if we, the faster we sell out these shows, the better we look. Yeah, make us look good. And the better mood will be in so yes. there you go you don't want us to yell at you we'll we might s- do that anyway if you're wasted we'll but. fucking stand outside the door after our shows and talk to you for three hours we just need to sell this shit out fast we will we have we do we do all the time yeah i mean yeah. i like how i like said it was gonna be like a bonus like we weren't gonna do it anyway but just we would yeah. just we would, it would we would appreciate we've it. only not done a meet and greet once yeah that's and that when was, the audience was a big 
Yeah. <laughs> if you vomit <laughs> in or around the venue for the show. Yeah. And it's alcohol induced. Obviously, if you have a stomach bug or something, we'll, we'll overlook that because we're good people. <laughs> um, or and if during the show, multiple people fall while getting up because <laughs> oh, yeah. they are so drunk, we're not going to do a meet and greet. That's just a, that's we, the only, it's a only boundary thing. That's that the we've only, created. That's the only boundary. That's not bad. No, that's Mm-mm. not bad. No. Uh, oh, man. The only personal thing I have is to tell everybody who's living in the United States to fucking please make sure you know when your midterm elections are and you can vote for senators and your House of Representatives. Those are very important elections. And then if you vote for people who are pro, uh, you know, Planned Parenthood screenings and, you know, being able to choose what you do with your own body, then we won't have the situation that we're in now where we're fucking facing a really shitty healthcare bill that will fuck over the pores. Right. But just and always also remember when uh, in times of duress, you can get uh, birth control from Canada online. Oh, like, word. You can get anything online. Honestly, True. honestly, I, it's not good that it should be readily available to everyone. But it won't. But it's not. Legit, even if you don't have access to the Internet, go to the fucking library, go online, pay 35 cents a minute. It's well worth it. And get yourself a stash of birth control of condoms of something. You I mean, some pills. it'll be a bad day when condoms are no longer readily available oh. in the United States. But hey, it could happen. Hey, I'm you not. Know. I'm not wheeling, wheeling that out. It's possible. Right. Yeah, I just you we we really do have control. Like fucking hoard stuff, get it to poor people. Like I don't know, just start handing it out. Just hand oh, it you out. want a sandwich? How about a condom and some birth control instead? There you go. It'll be good. Uh, don't perform your own abortions, though. I would. Recommend, oh my god, I would recommend against that. That's do you know, uh, abortion, uh, the uh, getting a safe and legal abortion is actually less riskier than a fucking colonoscopy. Um, like the risks that it entails are less than well, getting right, something up your butt. I mean, that makes sense because you don't need that baby, but you need the colon. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Wow. Just logic, you know? That's all it takes to be a doctor. <laughs> Do I have my degree yet? <laughs> yes. In doctoring. Who's hungry? Springtime <laughs> is a great time to hit the reset button and retackle personal goals like getting fit, cleaning, and cooking with Blue Apron. You can even... Blue Apron is the best. My dad and mom use it every week. And my dad's going to Austin, Texas next week. And he signed into his Blue Apron account and he changed the address so he could cook in Austin, Texas. <laughs> I swear to God. That's cute. He asked me to set an alarm on my timer, a uh, timer on my phone so that I could change the address for him. Um, Blue Apron is amazing. It's a, uh, it's a food delivery service and you can pick your fucking diet. You'd be like, I'm vegan. They'll send you vegan meals and they give you the exact ingredients you need so there's no food waste. You can customize your recipes based on preferences, select delivery option that's right for you. Plus, there's no weekly commitments. You can only get deliveries when you want them. Some meals available in May include beef teriyaki stir fry with sugar snap peas and lime rice, baked spinach and egg flatbread and sauteed asparagus with lemon aioli, three cheese, baby broccoli stromboli. What is that? I don't know, but you can cook it with tomato and oregano dipping sauce. A crispy ass salmon with roasted potatoes and a pickled mustard seeds with a French French sauce, cream, some sauce I can't even fucking pronounce. <laughs> this shit sounds like, how am I going to be able to cook that, Christine? It's going to look like ass. It's going to look like one of those Pinterest memes of this is the cake I meant to make. And then this is the shitty ass cake I actually made for my three-year-old's birthday party. No, you can do it with Blue Apron. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash GWF. You're going to love 
how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash GWF. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Uh, and just one more ad. We promise this is a good one, though. Thanks so much to me undies. You know them. You love them. You always ask if we're wearing them. I'm not wearing underwear right now, but if I was, definitely me undies. I'm wearing them. Uh, this is the part where I give a personal endorsement, as it's noted on my copy. But uh, uh, I <laughs> gotta like say, about me undies. No, the underwear is great, and that's important because that's the product they're selling. But on a personal note, uh, I reached out to them a while ago to uh, kind of help me with uh, some work that I was doing for New Alternatives, which is the LGBTQIA mm. group that Christine and I talk about a lot on the podcast. We've both, you know, donated and done stuff for them. Uh, my friend Grant works there who's been on the podcast. Um, it's a really, really great uh, organization and it's smaller. So they constantly need money and that money and product and everything goes right to the clients. One thing that New Alternatives needs a lot of is underwear. And I kind of reached out uh, to me undies because I was like, hey, I know a company that sells and makes underwear. Uh, and not only did they agree to give them like a ton of underwear for free, awesome. uh, it was, it was, they were happy to do so. Now they have a relationship. And I think that was really cool. It's a bunch of young, awesome people who actually care about the world running that company. So I think that makes a company better and that makes me want to buy products from that company. So if you've been settling for store-bought underwear five mm, packs, girl. I have something that will make your life better. Me undies, okay? They're seriously soft, feel-good underwear that get delivered right to your door. That's great. Who wants to be shopping for underwear? You don't need that in your life. <laughs> Designed in LA and made from sustainably sourced micromodal, a fabric that's three times softer than cotton. Me undies, softer than soft. Lux undies come in an ever-changing selection of classic colors, bold shades, and adventurous patterns that can tailor to your own personal style. And guess what? You can save up to 33% each month with a monthly subscription. Simply select your style, size, and plan, and MeUndies will send you undies that they think you'll swoon for each month. They are super cute. Swoon. But if you don't want a subscription, if that's not for you, that's fine. You can just buy 20%. Uh, you can just buy single things, and they'll give you 20% off your first pair. Use the special URL that we've provided. It's MeUndies.com slash GWF, and you can get 20% off your first pair. Go ahead, revamp your underwear drawer. You deserve it. MeUndies.com slash GWF. You deserve it. And these following 50 names that I'm about to fuck up deserve a huge thank you. Everyone's favorite part of the podcast. You know, when I was talking to somebody uh, who came to one of my stand-up shows and they were like, I love when you read the names. It's really funny because you kind of suck at it. And I was like, oh, I'm glad it's entertaining. Um, guys, our book comes out October 24th. I'm real. I'm really fucking excited for this. This is like I've got. I got intimate. I've probably got more intimate in that book than I have on this podcast. Well, it's, we worked really hard on it. So hard. So I'll say that I've never worked so hard on something <laughs> in my life. To be honest, uh, it's really good. And the following people have pre-ordered it. Thank you so much, Emma Storm Sabo, Ayla Neely, Jamie Bennett, Alicia Neva, Jillian Daniels, Paige Somerville, Misty Salvador, Pierce Fireball. Hillary Maltz, Yelkis Videls, bless you, Jessica Sasher, Kira Goldsmith, Melanie Doreen, Tabitha Wilfong, <laughs> uh, Don Holzer, Nora Kennedy, Betty Hodgen, Shannon Birch, Paul Babin, Babe, C Christian Hamilton, Mary Mathias, Keely Laz, Kate Olson, Stephanie Skies, Samantha Gilstorm, Amber Goodwin, Annalie Newcomb, Felicia Clifton, Bonnie Sharp, 
Car- Car- Carly Burnham. Damn it. Danielle Builder, Erica Guerrero, Emma Jensen, Frank Krause, Rachel Piller, Michelle Skye, Troy Dalus, Christina Chung, Amanda Mueller, pronounced Miller. Fuck. Miller. Amanda Miller. <laughs> Ashley. God damn it. Ashley Holman, Carly Baker, Kelsey, pronounced Casey. Fuck. Casey Day. I didn't read Wait, this. are they writing the pronunciation yes, for you and you're still yes, fucking it up? <laughs> yes, I just copy and pasted them. That's oh, because you're getting it to it later after you've already yep. said the name. I yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it. I just, they did it. But, you know, sometimes you try your hardest and it's not good enough, okay? Um, thank you, Casey. Megan Zebart, Emma Thompson, Deirdre Messina, Rebecca Todd, Scarlett Dante, Aaron Woods, Sophia Bianconi. Clara Rhodes and Alicia Voigt. Thank you. I like how excited you get when you get an easy name. Oh my God. You're like, I'm Kate like, Thank- Olsen. Thanks, Kate, girl. Kate Olsen. Thank you so much. Nailed it. Uh, also, thank you very much to Arturo Arellano, Mara Lasco. Kim Oslin, Des Tani Raposo, Rebecca Palmer, Danielle King, Barrett Elva Yord, uh, Maribah Ratliff, Brian Sheehy. You guys are just fucking with us. Yeah, now. I know, right? Carly Moss, Shira Strauss, Kim Collins, Katie Fox, Brianna Nice, Rachel Taylor, Katie Taylor, Chelsea Wells, Mary Nemec, Allison Montambu, uh, Jackie Garcia, Alana Edwards, Alicia Overdorf. Catlin Cottrell, Ariel Gutierrez, Kelly Kinnear, Sarah McKay, Amanda Carwell, Melanie Heiser, Megan Hull, Katie Asaro, Nicole Rizzo, Isaac Delgadio. Bless you. Uh, Emma <laughs> Crofts, Lily Belvedere, Hannah Sattler, uh, Jane Hutch, Jordan Ooh. Reyes, uh, Penelope Aravenitez, Kayla Hofsetter, Kirsten Stone, Lucy Roberts, Samantha McFarlane, Natasha Collins, Claudia Castro, Claire McCarthy. Fiona Smith, Melissa Cropper, Lucy Barnhart, Jessica Baker, Kate Conti, and Ashley Allen. Wow. I accidentally gave you a lot of easy names. One day, I'm just going to give myself all the basic ass names. There wasn't, I mean, there was, a, I mean, there and was, you're going to get all the card ones. You're probably just going to get some these. fucking Harry Potter ones in here. I wouldn't have known based off of how well you read that. Well, I was a little um, dehydrated from this coffee that I don't normally drink. Oh. So I couldn't really get enough spit. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't my best work, but. I appreciate your support, <laughs> but it sounded like it was. <laughs> if you guys want to email us, uh, and you do, but you, if you want to, if you don't, sorry about last night show, gmail.com is our email. Um, we're going to read some of those. This first email, the subject line is I won't call her a slut, but I want to. <gasps> mm, girl. Girl. Hey, Corinne and Christina, I started listening to your show three years ago when I was 18 years old, and I can't tell you how much you've both helped me navigate being a young woman who is proud that, to say that she is sex positive, a term I didn't even know existed before listening to your podcast. Yeah, we made it up. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not real. Sorry. <laughs> that being said, uh, I am having trouble lately being that sex positive, non slut shaming person because of the following situation. I'm currently 21 years old and I've been dating my boyfriend who was 25 for nine months. I love him a lot. The sex is fantastic. We laugh until our stomachs hurt on the daily and it's just all around a good time. However, about two weeks ago, we were hanging out and I got a little drunk. He had already fallen asleep and I was awake keeping myself busy. I ended up on his phone after mine died mm-hmm, and found something that I didn't want to find in his Snapchat. That's the fucking biggest. Wow. My you were on his died. Snapchat. My phone my died. My phone died, so I used my so boyfriend. So I took his off the charger and then I just used his, his phone. And I was like, oh I guess God. I should go on my Snapchat. Oh my God. Wait, this isn't mine. It's his. Whoops. <laughs> 
Let me take a moment to say that, oh, that I've never gone through the his or anyone else's phone digging for reasons to be mad. Oh, God. Mm, I have uh, I had never had any reason to suspect anything. He doesn't even keep a passcode on his phone. I mean, that doesn't mean shit, let alone ever acted like he was hiding every anything. Yeah. I completely trusted him. I was drunk and not really thinking. In his Snapchats, I saw messages between him and a girl that were pretty sexy. Stuff like, you turn me on, or I wish you were here, or her talking about how she was masturbating. This is dumb for so many reasons. One of them being, who the fuck saves messages on Snapchat? The whole point is to disappear. Good point. Good That's point. a valid That's point. That's a valid point. I like that I didn't point. even know you could do that. Yeah. I should say that we are not in an open relationship. So I wake his ass up. We get into an argument and I leave. Long story short, we took a little bit of time and then talked things over. He told me that he had never met her in real life and that she was one of his sister's friends that started contacting him first. She did it first. He told me that uh, this was the only time that they have ever sexted and that it was just a single conversation that I had seen, which was honestly pretty short and not that scandalous in my personal opinion. I'm okay. Whatever. Um, all right. Uh, we decided to work on a, uh, on stuff as a couple. I felt it in my heart that this was a good decision between us because I told him that I, I may mess up in the future in some way as well and hope that we would also he would also try to hear me out. <laughs> That's basically saying, I might cheat on you too, so let's figure this out. Right. Let me just say that throughout the experience, I have been so careful not to blame her or slut shame her. It can be really easy to want to be mad at this girl, but ultimately she's not necessarily the one at fault. You are correct. It is my boyfriend who I need to deal with and my boyfriend's promiscuity is my problem not not hers. Some of mm -hmm. the other people I've talked to about this have been quick to call her names and I have even corrected them and told them that it is not her fault and that my boyfriend was ultimately the asshole in this situation. Good for you. That this was me trying to be a sex positive woman who doesn't put down other women for their sexuality and lifestyles. Mm -hmm. Ooh, seems like you had to try real hard though. Yeah. Fast forward, well, you know, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Fast forward to last weekend. Things have been good. I'm feeling a lot better. And then I got drunk and decided to check his phone for the second time ever. Nope. Noticing a nope. pattern. Nope, nope, nope. I know this is a really unhealthy behavior that seriously I'm going to work on personally. In my defense, I think I was still just a little paranoid. I wanted to see how things were when I should have just followed up and asked him to his face. Mm -hmm. My bad. What I found was that she had been messaging him incessantly, commenting on anything, uh, on many things that he would be posting and DMing him all the time. Most of it is pretty innocent. Things like, wow, you look really good in this picture or asking him about his day. But it honestly seems a little bit desperate to me and a few too many winky faces, if you know what I mean. I mean, I guess you mean that she put too many winky faces in my boyfriend's like sexual. Yeah. In my boyfriend's defense, I didn't see him playing into it when he responded. They were very brief. <laughs> I later talked to him about it and told him that he needed not to talk to her at all. A rule I made that I feel a little bit uncomfortable about because I would feel much e it would feel much easier if I just felt like I could trust him instead of trying to keep women away from him. Mm -hmm. But I still don't feel like I can. It just seems like she won't leave him alone. And I'm worried that she might provoke him. Again, not her thing. Uh, all I've been thinking about uh, all day, I've been thinking about those names and I just don't want to call her, that. I just don't want to call her, but really do want to call her. I still believe that if he fucks up again, it is his fault, not hers. I just don't understand why this girl's doing this and really wish she would stop. I'm not afraid of cutting it off with my boyfriend. And I'm even thinking that I should because my gut tells me not to believe him. This is the first relationship that I've been in since my boyfriend of three years killed himself almost two years ago. And I just don't know where my insecurities 
uh, are from just being fucked up previously end and where the actual problem in this relationship <clears throat> begins. Too many red flags. Thanks. <clears throat> First of all, I'm so sorry that 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 happened. Um, that's really that's fucking horrible. I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I think you buried the lead there. I think I mean, we don't find out until the end that that was your last relationship. So I'm sure that has left, you know, like a void in your heart, right? Basically. And I think whenever uh, you feel the need to implement a rule in a relationship that you can't see this person, that to me indicates there is not, there's no trust because I've, I've been in situations where I really wanted to call the girl a whore, but that's because I was mad and jealous. So she's not being a whore. She's not being a slut. She's not being whatever you're saying she's being. She might know that he has a girlfriend. She might not. I have no idea. But the point is, you guys need to talk through things before you pick up his fucking phone. That is not a good habit to get into. Well, and her behavior isn't slutty to begin with. It's it, it's it, desperate it, for attention, which is a which is a much different thing. Yeah. And sometimes women will use uh, their sexuality to get attention, but it's oh, not. Oh, absolutely, I do but, it all the time. But it's not that they are a slut. It's that they are seeking validation, and those are two completely different things. It's just like the like the mechanism that you're using to get the attention that you want. Basically, yeah, and I. I mean, I, I, you're you're young. You're 21. That's really young. But I've I've had there was one girl in Stephen's life. I talked about this on the podcast before that I just had a twitch about. She, but she wasn't messaging him or anything. I mean, she was, but I don't know what it was saying because I didn't look because that's his business. But they were friends. They were friends. Yeah, but not real. She was just really hot, like a really hot, like goth blonde hot I know exactly who you're talking about yeah 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 yeah. and um and I don't know I just had a twitch I had a twitch it was weird and then Steven was like well do you just not want me to hang out with her we're not that good of friends it's not a big deal and I was like no you know what that's bullshit don't don't you should never have to not hang out with somebody because I feel insecure I need to get the fuck over that um but with the messages and stuff eh, it's a little weird but again I think that if if he's going to continue talking to her you just talk to him about it. And if he doesn't stop, then there's a trust thing going on. Well, I, mean, I, I, but also him, him like exchanging nudes. I don't think that's okay. But no, it's flirting, not. I, I don't flirting. I'm like, yeah, I um, flirt all the time. I don't think flirting on social media in private messages. Okay. Like if you're at, like if you like are at a bar and run into someone cute and have a flirtatious uh, conversation, then walk away and never talk to that person again and don't exchange information. I think that's okay for me. Flirting with someone that, you know, in real life and there's a connection to on social media is not okay. Yeah. But I mean, everyone has different rules. Yeah. Uh, for me, the, the reason I think he's responding is because is that of courtesy because this is one of his he sister's friends. Yeah. Like, you know, if one of my brothers, friends was flirting with me which has definitely happened but not when I was in a relationship uh you know there is some kind of like uh courtesy that has to be extended yeah only because this is someone that's going to be like in your life you're going to see again possibly yeah so I think the fact that you well I mean it's bad that you checked the phone again but the fact that you did and you saw that she's keeping messaging him and he's being really curt. I think that's a great sign. That's a sign yeah. that he didn't really realize what he was doing was so hurtful or bad. And he has adjusted his behavior. So, I mean, like, you know, and, and also like desperation is never sexy. So it's like, if she wants to be all swim fan and like constantly message him, like, I don't think he's going to like that anyway. Let her dig her own grave. Uh, and the reason she started doing it incessantly, I'm guessing he is responding. because he stopped responding. So yeah. it's great all around. I don't think there's a problem here, but if you feel in your gut moving on, 
that, you know, no matter what, you can't rebuild this trust, then yeah, you do need to separate yourself. And I'm sure, you you know, there's a lot of stuff that you're dealing with from your former relationship as well. So I don't know if you've ever talked to anyone about it. I mean, that's like a huge thing to have your significant other. Oh my God. Take their own lives. That's a huge thing. And maybe if you haven't properly dealt with that, that's going to carry over to every relationship you have until you fully deal with it. And sometimes taking a break for yourself is the best thing. Um, And so you can break up not because that you don't, you don't trust them just because you need time for yourself. And this is not an ideal relationship for you. You know, it doesn't have to, there doesn't have to be like one reason. Like you can just be like, you know what? I need some time alone. I really like you. It's not about the squirrel. It's just kind of about me. Yeah. Kudos. Totally fine. Kudos to you too for just catching yourself and understanding that because I I wish that all women could at least catch themselves and be like, you know what? That's shitty to call her a slut and I'm just doing it because I'm mad. Yeah. I get wanting to, but uh, really in the end, you're just slut shaming yourself. Right. I don't know how old you are. You sound 21. I was like, you're pretty, I sound, you sound young. Yeah. So it's like, if you, you know, especially if you have that, that inkling that you need, you need to break up that young, like usually just go with your gut on that one. You know, if you're 31, different story, just suck it up and and you realize they don't want to be alone. Yeah. You don't want to be alone forever. Come on. (laughs) Otherwise, Um, what's, what's your value? Yeah. Come on. Jesus Christ. Uh, All right. This next email is called my husband's friend is racist and I don't want to go to his wedding. (laughs) She said, don't say my name. Don't say my name. I won't. And what if I just said her name? Uh, Hey fuckers. I've been a fan for a while now and follow you guys on Twitter. I know you do. Just love, love, love what you guys do. Your podcast has made me laugh and cry and get angry and take action. But above all, it has made me feel like I'm not alone in the crazy times we are living uh, and that there are more like us out there trying to change things. That was a good intro. I like that. Thanks, girl. Anyway, I wanted your opinion on the following little problem I have. I'm an immigrant. I was born in Argentina and raised all over the world. I have never lived more than seven years in the same country. I speak four languages and I'm proud as fuck of being from nowhere and everywhere at the same time. Despite living in New York, probably the most international city in the world, I have been yelled, go back to Mexico by a mm. douchebag who heard me speaking Spanish in the phone with my parents. God damn. Wish I could have explained to them that many countries speak Spanish and not everyone south of the border is Mexican. Anybody yelling that's going to say that. But though. I just couldn't. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you, girl. Um, I've also been harassed at the border by agents with Hispanic last names asking how much money I was sending back to my poor parents, oh. which, by the way, they are not... And I'd be living a much more comfortable life if I stayed home than I am now. Oh, I bet. Um, But with women being murdered every 18 hours there, I had to leave. But that's for another email. Good Good reason. Good to know. A lot of facts in this email. That's a really good reason to leave. Uh, In New York, I met the man of my dreams. We swiped right on each other, matched, Mm. had a great first date, and were inseparable since that day. He proposed in Argentina and gave me a ring with the colors of the flag so I can always have my roots with me. That's darling. Oh, my God. We got married three times. I know. I know we are crazy. And I can legit say I have never been this happy before in my life. He gets my craziness, loves my parents and celebrates my culture. We have started including traditions from the places I grew up in our lives and making them our own. Mm -hmm. But it turns out my husband has a really racist high school friend. He has been kicked out uh, out of Facebook multiple times for the things he posts. His group of friends kind of roll their eyes at the shit he texts to the group and brush it off with quote well that's just the way paul is that's not his real name don't worry recently paul got engaged and invited us to his wedding i laughed when we got the rsvp (laughs) and said well we can throw this invitation out since we are definitely not going but my husband stayed silent for a bit and then was like well he's my friend why would we not go i still can't believe he is a 
asked me to go and B is planning on going. He's married to an immigrant, a brown Latina immigrant on a visa program that might get shut down and get me deported. His friends post his friend posts shit about people like me all the time. And I'm supposed to show up with a smile to his wedding. I am tempted to go and speak to him only in Spanish to see what happens or remind everyone that the wall and the ban we keep talking about will keep lovely people like me out. But mainly, I just want to be able to get through to my husband and tell him it really fucking hurts to go be surrounded by people that hate me and he should just be more supportive. I get this dude was his friend when they were 13 year olds covered in pimples and playing PlayStation all weekend. But one of the uh, one of the. Uh, oh, one of the people I think here, there's a word missing, uh, grew up to be an asshole and the other one didn't. So how do I get that through? Gracias. Ha ha ha. Um, okay. Funny on the wood, invita- wedding invitation, it just said whites only. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think this, I, I really like this email. And I think we all have a person in our lives who has like one quality that makes us, my, mm. my least favorite word, cringe. Mm-hmm. But we keep them in our lives for one reason or another. I certainly have friends who uh, are not always shining versions of humanity, but mm-hmm. I like them nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm related. I'm, I have have people in my life one you met who's not <laughs> who like who's racist he's yeah praise pretty racist right and it's and it's hard and it's really hard for people to under uh, to understand and, and and there you know our people say well if you associate with those people you're racist and it's just like I don't know the same way that I don't think we should kind of just like this is a weird comparison but it's the same way I think we shouldn't just like shut out pedophiles and be like go figure that for yourselves it's I kind of feel worse. the same way about racists I think it's not great. I certainly do not tolerate racist behavior around me. Anytime someone says something racist, I call them on it. But I don't, a lot of people say, if someone's racist, I don't talk to them anymore. I don't have that It's not going to help rule. the problem, though. It's not going to fix yeah. the problem. And it's not going to enlighten them to realize that people of other races can be great and their skin color has nothing to do with who they are as a human. Right. I think it's actually really beneficial to have someone who's more progressive be a friend to a racist. Yeah. Because it's like, obviously, they're someone who is kind of just like thriving on hatred all around. So me shutting them out and hating them for, even though me, my hatred would be for them being racist, I think it's fueling the fire more than it's helping to put it out. I think it's, I I really just think, um, to keep exposing them to different things, to talk to them, to try to figure out what in them uh, is making them that way. Especially if they're marrying a woman, he's marrying a woman who is is a race that he makes fun of. No, 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 no. It's uh, okay. So she, she is an immigrant. Her husband is white and is friends with a guy who's married. Oh, yeah, but Paul, the racist, is oh, not. Oh, okay. No, no he's marrying oh, a white oh, chick. Oh, I'm sure. I, I misheard that. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. So she is hurt because her husband is white, and but right. but, but he's married to an immigrant, and she's like, well, how can you That's be friends insulting. with someone? But you know, and also it's like he's he, got to stand up though to Paul, racist ass Paul. If Paul is doing things that are racist in his presence, exactly, absolutely. Yes, but I don't think someone's wedding is the time to go in and mm-hmm. make. And make a stance. Nope, I agree. Um, and I also think that if you feel truly feel uncomfortable, um, you can talk to your husband and just be like, "Listen, I don't feel comfortable. I really don't want to go to this wedding. I I would never stop you from going to the wedding of a friend, but can I please just sit this one out? That's your husband's opportunity. He can make up like an excuse. He can say you're sick. He can say you have to go to Argentina and do immigrant things. Yeah, he could say know? yeah, yeah. He could say you have to go back to Mexico to pay your poor ass parents some money. Like, I, I think that's fine. If you want to make some pact, that's like, 
the significant others, like, I think you do have, uh, you, you both have to lie for each other when you need to. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of being in a relationship. And your absence could be seen as a statement. Yeah. But also, it's totally okay if he goes. Yeah. But really uh, uh, encourage him that next time this Paul guy, who's not his real name, but uh, says something in his presence or in those group text messages, it's really, he should address that. Yeah, like, like I got to sit this text message out because I I don't I, I'm not a part of I don't feel this way about people. Uh, and it's and it's beyond it's beyond being married to someone you like you shouldn't you know, whether you're married to an immigrant and you know an immigrant or you don't, you shouldn't have fucking treat people like this. Like it doesn't matter. He shouldn't have to say, well, I'm married to an immigrant. People just shouldn't be talking human like this beings. Period. Y'all. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And I, yeah, just I, I wouldn't just I just wouldn't be so mad at your husband. Like, you know, that's someone childhood and having a bond and a and kind of a connection to your youth it's important and so this this guy you know even though he kind of sucks is important to your husband for one reason or another and keep in mind he knew this guy a lot longer than he knew you so i think that's just you know important so vo- voice your husband your feelings go or don't go i think your husband should respect your decision either way um but yeah i just don't i feel like there's very few things that like very few singular traits that make me shut people out. Yeah. And, and I, I, I mean, and I have friends or I have, I, I know men who are fucking misogynist, sexist. Sure. Like I, have, I have a few of them, but I'll go when if there's an opportunity to hang out and that person is there. I actually go. Cause I kind of want to be like, you know, women don't suck mm-hmm. and I'm going to prove that. And I try. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's really good. And I think anytime you see someone go through like a really significant change in the way they feel about a large group of people, it's because someone close to them in their lives has been the exception to this vague rule they've been keeping the whole time. Yeah. So it's like, I know that a lot of groups, like a lot of minorities are like, well, it's not our job to teach people. And it's not. But if you want the world to be better, sometimes you got to suck stuff up and do some hard work for some ignorant ass assholes that are walking around. And that's that. Yeah. Um, Put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> it's a, that's the a long, whole, the biggest bumper sticker ever. Long bumper sticker. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Today's guest, we're really excited to have him. We've been wanting to have him on for a long time. He has such an interesting life. Uh, he oh my has god! Many time. moms, the most moms of anyone. More moms than I've ever of anyone <laughs> that I know. Yeah. He's a wonderful stand-up comedian. Uh, he's been to rehab, uh, and he runs a <laughs> lot of great shows in the New York City area. If you ever see uh, them posted, please check them out. Please welcome Lucas Connolly. She keep it spicy like Obey. Got me so high I feel holy. We on that green guacamole, and I've been fucked up like the whole day. Man, we can shut it down. She imported, man, she came from out of town. Uh, show me how you do. Pass me the bowl, got the milk and the spoon. Uh, she got the cocoa puffs. 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 And I wanna eat it. Uh. Uh, 
You guys? I think so. Okay. We're here with Lucas Connolly. How you doing? Hey. So many. I like that you waved. Yeah. That was nice. That was a nice touch. Um, we get, you know, sometimes we'll get bullet points because we know we both know you. Um, but your bullet points of like things that you can talk about with sex stuff are amazing. Um, my favorite one is you got a razor stuck up your ass. Yeah. What? Uh, all right. Um, let's just yeah, let's just hop right into it. All right. So I I was I was a virgin. I think so higher. Yeah. yeah. I was I was a virgin and I was and I was trying to lose my virginity on the internet. What? Yeah. I, How do you lose your virginity on the internet? I basically went on Craigslist and said, "Hey, anyone want to take my virginity? Anyone want to fuck me <laughs> for free?" Yeah, I'm and a that's dude. the difference yeah. between men and women. Yeah. <laughs> women can sell their virginity, guys. It's like, please. But that's also like, it seems like still a bad deal because it's for free. But then also, some woman has to have sex with a dude who's never had sex before. Oh, I would love to take <laughs> someone's virginity. Oh, I would have done it, Lucas. Anyway, so what happened is I put it on Craigslist, and then I got probably a hundred messages from guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you reply to any of them? Be like, oh no. Well, did you specify yeah. you were looking for a woman? Yes. But they were all being so <laughs> like, nice. But are you? No, you're they were just so like, nice. we could put on, we could put straight porn on. You know, <laughs> like we're like Close your eyes, it's all the same. Yeah, a butthole's a butthole. Right. <laughs> just very nice, guys. Aw. Right? But but then it, I, once you get a hundred messages from guys, you start feeling pretty. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I know, right? right? And so I start like kind of like messaging them back a couple of them back just to see what it's yeah like you know did you selectively do the cute ones yeah of course i did (laughs) good for you i'm gonna go high the highest caliber i can get you know (laughs) absolutely so i'm thinking to myself i'm like i've always thought i was straight but like i don't know yeah fuck it so like I I tried all all kinds of things. I tried masturbating like get, like male gangbangs. I did. I tried wow, all this the kind power of, stuff, of suggestion. Right? And like it turns out, like if I just touch my dick, I come. So it doesn't matter what is on the screen. <laughs> if you just touch your dick like just <laughs> like, like this, like, like if, poke it. No, but like yeah. you know, what I mean, if I masturbate at all to anything, you can masturbate to anything. Yeah, and come to it. Nice. But do you even need something on, or can you just masturbate like to life for your thoughts? Yeah, exactly. Or I to can, nature. I can just do nothing. Okay. Like meditation coming. Nice. Right. Okay. Right. So I go, okay, so that's not a thing of a way of figuring it out. So I was like, gay, the gay guys like, like butt stuff, right? Oh, no. Yeah. So. I think that was the official release from the LGBTQIA. The gay guys, they like butt stuff, right? Yeah. Right? Am I right, guys? Those gays like I saw stuff. that in a press packet during Pride. It's all about mimosas and butt stuff. <laughs> and Barbara Streisand. Uh, right. Oh, they love her. But so I try, I try, I, I try like a finger. Uh-huh. I try like two fingers. Your own? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you lube it up? I feel like that's different. One hundred percent. Because men should be fingering their assholes. I'm sorry. Yeah, because like got... the rectal s- stimulation would still feel g- good. There's a pot of gold up your butt. <laughs> you lucky fuck. <laughs> All right. Anyway, go on. So I do the two two fingers. I try uh, the, my plunger. What? Wait. Oh, wait. You s- stuck a plunger up your butt. I stuck at the plunger. It was a it was a plastic one, so I, I was gonna say, it. ooh, splinters. I did you put something on the end or just just that I just dirty I, thing I in your butt? It. I lubed it up, but it you clean the toilet and then you're like, I'm sticking something ass. <laughs> well, did you clean the handle though? Because that's there's a lot of germs on that. No, I was I was in a weird manic frenzy. Oh, you know what I mean? I might Lucas. be gay. You know? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. 
Well, then you're going to be gay with an infected butthole. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. not good. No, it was not smart. So I do that. And then I take like a break for like two weeks. Because I'm like, that don't know. That was weird. How far did you go up? Oh, man. Way too far. <gasps> oh, my oh, God. So like, did you th- injure yourself? There was some blood on the plunger. <gasps> man, this is a good way of starting this, huh? <laughs> I knew this was going to be a good story. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I'm like, I'm going to take a couple breaks. Couple, couple weeks. My ass hurts so bad how, right now. How old are you at this point? 19. And when you were fingering yourself, were you moving the fingers around or were you just sticking them up? Um, I was trying to like do what I thought a cock would feel like. So I kept on uh, doing it. The the Thrusting. Back, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The back and forward, back and forward. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So two weeks go by. I'm like, I'm not doing that plunger thing again. That was a mistake, right? So I try the fingers again. I'm like, that's kind of interesting. And then I'm looking, I'm, the, I'm, again, it's like a manic friend. It feels like a manic the whole time, right? Because I'm like, what am I doing? So I look over my counter and Gillette at that time had one of those vibrating razors. Remember that thing? Uh, no, I feel oh, like we're about to. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Steven has one, like for, but it's it looks like an actual razor, but it has like a button on and it. There's a button, and it goes. Yeah, and it shakes, which is just really stupid because it's like, oh my well, god, why do you need a razor that shakes in your hand? You have blades next to your face. True, That's I so think dumb. it prevents razor burn. I'm not sure. They say it's gonna make it closer, but like, I think it's there's no there's actually googled it. There's no proof. That it vibrating makes it closer. Oh, well, it's good to know that Gillette uh, fucks over men with their bullshit marketing, yeah. too. Yeah. Beauty industry just continually makes things up. I was thinking about this the other day. There's like 8,000 new lipsticks introduced every week. Anyway. So I flip the handle. I go vibrating, right? Vibrating is what people do. Right? <laughs> I mean, women. Women. I don't know. On women's sex toys. I, I have no idea what men's sex toys are. I really like. So I just like. What? Right, you stuck it in. Oh God! I stick it. In. I stick the handle. Oh, oh that's by the blade. You edge. love sticking handles in your asshole. Handles of anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and I stick it in my butt, and oh my God. and I'm like, I don't, I don't think this is really what I like at oh all. My God. Right? Yeah, and I, and I don't think gay men like that either. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think, think so. any man or woman or child would <laughs> like that. So my, oh, it's vibrating in my butt. I'm like, uh-uh, no, I don't think so, right? And I pull it out, and the cap and the battery <gasps> come out. Uh. I try to grab it, and you know those like things in Walmart where you grab it and it slips out of your hands. Mm. What thing? You know, like in those Walmart. things that like you're sitting in line, you're waiting for line. They're like blue, and you grab them and they just move out of your hand. Oh, like a like a kid thing. Yeah, like it looks like a little log out of jelly, but yeah. it's contained in a bag or whatever. Yeah, well, that's oh, I've never oh. been to Walmart. The thing was so. The thing <laughs> wow, was, we get it. The thing was Target. I'm Jersey. <laughs> The thing was so lubed that every time I tried to grab it, it just went up oh. and then up and then up and oh then up. Uh, oh! The whole razor. Not the razor, just the cap and with the battery part in it. Oh. And the and the blade. Not the blade. The blade. Oh, the blade was oh, holding there. God. Basically, I'm holding the blade oh, okay. and the little part of it, and then the whole handle is just <gasps> Up your butthole. Which probably was loosened because of the plunger, to be honest. Maybe. Buttholes are elastic. Buttholes yeah. are pretty pretty good. I think your butthole had recovered by that point. How so so then what happened? So 
I'm freaking out, right? Because <laughs> no I'm like, am I going to have to go to the hospital? And you right? still might be gay on top of it. Right. Yeah. Right. And you, you didn't solve your problem or your, your question. Right. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, so I'm I'm panicking, right? And I'm like trying to poop it out, but I can't poop it out, right? Because <gasps> so it's like in there. It's wow. gone. There's, oh, no, there's no touching you it. Swallowed anymore. a razor handle with your asshole. Right. It's gone through the looking glass. <laughs> right. So I I'm, I'm like I don't know what I'm doing, right? And I'm like and I'm like I'm gonna have to go to the hospital. I'm like I can't go to the hospital. I don't have any money. Right. Oh, I have, I've, yeah, I've heard of people get things stuck up their butt, and that's you're one of those guys. Yeah. In the ER specifically. Right. And so I go, I have zero money. This is right? why universal health care is so important, everybody. <laughs> I go, kind of, are you I, listening? I kind of really mean that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, and I'm like, do I have to call my mom? Oh. Do I have to call my mom? To over? ask her for money to get the thing out of your butthole? Yeah. I'm like, hey, so turns out maybe I don't think I'm gay, but I definitely think there's this thing in me. Um, and it's not gayness. <laughs> it's a razor handle. <laughs> oh, my God. So what I do is I go and I Google it, right? And what did I'm, you Google? What? Uh, I lost something in my butt. <laughs> How does I get it back? Yeah. I'm like, am I Okay. <laughs> And it's just a bunch of cat memes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, just put it on Yahoo Answers. Just a lot of nice dudes. <laughs> Same people on oh Craigslist. Um, and they, it just basically says, you're probably fine. It'll come out. Right. Oh, okay. It'll come out. So Someone was like, mm, that battery might not though. It might not come out? The ba- the oh, battery. was it a double A or triple A battery? It was a triple A. If, oh. if it's triple A, it goes inside of you. That's basically right. That's mostly triple. Most triple A. I mean, triple A batteries are very tiny, right? But they have like battery acid and so like it would just be floating around your body. It was you are charged up, yeah. Because I mean, this is this. I don't know anything about, but where because if something goes in your asshole, like where's the farthest that it could end up in your body? Because I mean, this is there's there's tubes and stuff here. I mean, I don't. It's not like it's just like floating around your bloodstream. That's not connected. Well, your because your an, your anus would go backwards into your and connect to your stomach. Right. So it never probably got there. Do we know what happened to this battery? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Thank God. Yeah. Still looking for it today. <laughs> well, I was. I'm well, I was 39. truly. I was truly curious. Like, how, what is the farthest something can get if you uh, insert it rectally? And I just. I don't think it's that far. Is the answer? No, it's. I don't think so either. Yeah, I'll get you an answer in a second. Keep talking. The the thing that I was scared was was my body acid was going to melt the battery acid, and then melt the battery, and then it was going to explode inside of me. Did the internet tell you this, or was this your own mind? No, this was a person when I had asked oh. exactly what I had done. Jeez. Oh, so it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> was it Jeeves? That's why his sight's not around anymore. Oh, man, that guy was a great doctor. But yeah, so they said it was going to be fine. The moment it, well, a lot of people were just like, go to the doctor. And I'm like, and, but then there was one person that was like, you're fine. Right. You knew, you were like, who's poor and also on the internet? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then so, at, but you never saw the battery again? No, it took two days. Oh, and then you finally shit it out. Yeah. Okay. Whew, I was worried. But also, oh I mean, the, 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 uh, I don't know that stomach acid is strong enough to uh, take apart a battery. Uh, I would check that. I don't think that's true. Well, yeah, no, I have no idea. But I know that stomach acid can like. I mean, over the course of up. time. Sure, sure, sure. Like if I swallowed a battery, it wouldn't be good. 
I no. don't think so. Well, that was my concern. Yeah. I was hoping that it would have gone out of your body by then. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad you're okay, Lucas. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh my God. How did you learn about sex? You have uh, two moms. Actually, I have two moms on my birth certificate. I actually have four moms. Because you did your moms, moms get divorced? My moms got divorced when I was seven. <laughs> Then That's they, so many moms. They, yeah, four of them. More That's moms, so, more fun. That, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's divorcee moms. It's different. So yeah, when I was seven, my mom separated, and so I had to go between the households. Okay. So you between one, and then did they get? Did they start dating people right away? Almost immediately. Like, oh you know shit! That, you know, yeah, like, that's how lesbians do it. Yeah, they move in quick. <laughs> that U-Haul bit is real. Yeah. yeah. And were you were you adopted or were you one of them? Were like, I'll I'll get pregnant. Right. I'm artificially inseminated out of Kathy. Which <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you've said this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you were so you're artificially inseminated in Kathy. Mm-hmm. And do you have any siblings? I have. My sperm donor has a son. Oh. Do, are, do you have a relationship with your sperm donor? He's my mom's, like, one of my mom's closest friends. Oh, gay or what? straight? Straight. Okay. This is so fascinating. That, how, what is that? What? It, what? That's fascinating. What do you, I mean, but that's obviously all you know. Right. So it's not weird or different to you. Or were, what is it? Were you treated differently? Were well, you, did they, t- when did they tell you like, hey, your parents are gay. I know all, a lot of your friends have a mom and a dad, but we're cooler. In when I lived in New York, it was fine. Mm-hmm. It felt like I, there were a lot of gay families, kind of like maybe not like that many, but there was enough. Like, well, because I was say this was a while ago. Your parents were pretty progressive. I mean, were they legally married? No, they they. Because I was like, I don't think they. No, you couldn't get legally married until a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was like, was I missing something? So when they got divorced, like they just separated. It was what was their situation? Well, I'm actually in the first ten in the state of New York to have two women on my birth certificate. Oh my god, that's so cool! So So your birth certificate's like a collector's card or something. So like the moment I turned, I don't know, like five or six, Uh my mom's went to the courthouse the day it became legal. Uh huh. And got and like. and so I'm, my mom's like, you could have been the first, but it's you're in the first. Okay, okay. so they like they wouldn't even accept two mo- two moms on the birth certificate until gay marriage was legalized. No, they that went way way later. What? Way later. Get marriage legalized. Marriage is way later than that. The being able to have two women on a birth certificate is was just a. And that's a that was that's a uh, was up to the states individually yes. until the Supreme Court had that decision. So New that's York like is a more weird liberal. Ruling. Yeah. Did they, was there a moment where they kind of, because no other parents, straight parents don't have to do this, but was there a moment where they were like, hey, Lucas, like, we're gay and this is what we do and it cool. Yeah. It feels like it was like the moment I knew was, I was already pre, like I knew, like it was like, it wasn't like I remember the sit down. It was just like, this is. You have two moms. Right. And I feel like it was just explained to me again and again and again when I was younger. That, but so that was it, always your reality. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. What's it like being raised by two moms? That sounds awesome. Sounds like a nightmare to me. <laughs> it, all right. So it depends. It like, it really, it like, sometimes it was like, no, it was, it was, they were, they, because I was so, the early, early beginning of this, uh-huh. my mom had a lot of pressure on them to like make a normal kid mm. like societal a, familial where were the pressures coming they didn't from? want a kid who's gonna every, stick a razor up his ass right like, they, they like they well, there was this like thing there were people who were like 
gays can have kids. If gays have kids, they're going to become deviants and sexual. Oh, right. And then goats are going to have kids. Yeah, because gay couples weren't allowed to adopt kids kids (laughs) together for such a long time. And it's like, shut the fuck up. But this is like the first legal one. Like on paper. Uh Like this is. So all eyes. All eyes. My um, Kathy is a has a doctorate in sociology of law and nice. Kim is uh has a MSW in therapy. So there is a lot of like them under- understanding like nature, like all the like therapeutic and then all the sociological standpoints of what's going on. They were perfectly prepared as two lesbians to raise a child then. Yes, 100% if you, like but also they also had like almost a vendetta. They like they they were like feminist burn bra feminists. Oh, like, interesting. Like they had like we're, we're gonna raise a, you know what I mean? We're gonna raise a kid the right way. Right. And were they anti men? They. I don't know if they were anti men. They would never admit if they were. Okay. Now. Not to you. Yeah. Well, maybe they change. You know. The moment they, look what look what popped like, out. Every yeah. oh, <laughs> they're like, we're gonna have this crazy, amazing feminist talk, oh. and then they're like, oh. all right, we'll make him a feminist. We're actively creating the patriarchy right, right here in this lesbian right. abode. So, my mom has a lot of guy friends. Like some of her best friends from her childhood, or like her from her. She's not not from her childhood. She doesn't really have any friends. Like she has friends from her college years, basically. We're not gonna hold that against her. No, it's okay. No, it's fine. But they're all. There, there's guys in there. Yeah. So she likes men. Like <laughs> yes. she's like, all right, I'm She'll cool with men. I think it's more them. about their political standing. Totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's especially it's as it means people. today. Yeah. yeah. Did they give you a sex talk? They they gave me a sex talk, but by then it was way too late. Was it after the razor? It wasn't after the razor, but it was like, it was like middle school. Oh, how was that way that's, too that's late, like Lucas? The time when you know that everyone else is straight you gotta like you find out you find the first person that makes you go what's the difference mm-hmm. so you had already gotten this sex talk from so one of your straight friends straight like someone someone who had straight parents friends like oh, okay. oh okay. Like you got i got the info what was the what info did you get was it the right info you know that it's a sin and uh oh. <laughs> perfect. Go on. I was like, I mean, just because lesbians don't have heterosexual sex, I mean, I, I still think they have a pretty good grasp on what's going down. Right. <laughs> yeah. They could tell you more about the clip than you ever could find out for yourself. Really. Yeah, probably. That'd be a great conversation. <laughs> and you call your moms. You call them like mom one and mom two, or like Kathy and Kim, like you just said. Well it kind of became very easy because of when they got separated, it became mom, 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 when you were at their their house and then they have their partners and And their partners just go by Lois and Max. Okay. Max is a woman though, Maxine, right? Maxine, yes. I was like, oh, no okay. one, but no she, one went back to the other like, team. Was she like, eh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so uh, does, do your, do your mothers get along after the separation? Like now, is there like, do you guys spend the holidays together on one? Ne- we never spend time. They, they never all meet up together. Oh, okay. Like, but they, if they were, if I was ever going to get married or anything, they, they would, would be, they simple. would all be there. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. They went, like they would message each other. Like if I was doing bad or something. <laughs> well, it's nice Your that they have son is ground. being a fuck up. Or no. Yeah. Um, and how did you, you lost your virginity after rehab? Yeah. What'd you go to rehab for? 
um, name it. I was like, what? I was yeah. like, why didn't you go to rehab yeah. for? Oh, I'm a, really? I'm a what they call a poly substance abuser. Oh, what's that? I did not know this about you. It's a fancy word for real fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I don't like being addicted to things, but I like being high constantly. Oh, that's a conundrum. So what I would do is I do oh, like okay. I do like. I would do like heroin for a week, right? And then I would stop and then I'd smoke meth for a week. Wait, right? what do you do in the week things? of May 1st? <laughs> Just drink. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you would do heroin one week and meth the next? Yes. And you wouldn't be addicted to the heroin after doing it for a whole week? I would get like, I would start getting a little bit sick and then I'd be like, no. And then you would get like mad that that your body was doing that and clinging yeah. to the substance. Is this a is this a better tactic than just doing heroin straight on? Yeah, through? just straight on. It seems like it might be. Yeah, a little variety, a little little chocolate. I don't you know. know. Box. I think it's the best because it got me sober the quickest. You know what I mean? And the, I was not doing good. How? Which drugs did you do? Like every literally them? every drug. Um, which was your favorites? <laughs> I was a I was really in the benzodiazepines. What's that? Xanax, uh, oh. Valium, Klonopin. Oh, child's ones. play. Oh, <laughs> not the way I was taking them. <laughs> Are you putting them up your butt? <laughs> yeah, just always everything always went. Do you up. snort? Can you snort painkillers or no? Yeah, oxys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. What else? Um. So I did all the prescription speeds, the Dexedrins, the Adderalls, the Ritalins, the Concertas, the Daytronas, the. I didn't know all these existed. The were you just buying these or how were you getting yeah, how these? How the fuck did you get all those drugs? I, you know, I'm resourceful, you know? Oh just know, you just know yeah. people like your friend? I just, I was like, at age 15, I was like in. In with who? Like every drug. <laughs> like those were all my buddies by then. But your friends who were 15 yes. would No, they were drink? older. Oh, oh, oh. I was oh. a punk rock kid. I was uh, saying, but serious question. What what at 15 makes you want to do that amount of drugs? I mean, I'm 31 and I'm like just getting to where I'm like, eh, maybe I should just do heroin. I, I was very... <laughs> Don't. It's so, <laughs> we have a lot of shit to do. Yeah. But think how thin wait, I would be. Yeah, but wait till you're 70. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait till you're older. <laughs> That's a baller way to go yeah. out. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Yeah, but truthfully, like, like, were you... You were you was there something missing in your life? Yes. Were you what was happening? I was super mad at my my Jesus? Fa- at my family oh. um, for the lesbian stuff. Well, my mom got kind of famous. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I, we don't we don't know. I didn't her. know that. <laughs> so when I was like, like Did doing Barbara Streisand. When I was at seven, when I went, when I was seven, my mom moved to Laramie, Wyoming. Oh, okay, and. Then a couple years later, Matthew Shepard. Laramie Project. She wrote the Laramie Project? So Catherine Connolly, who is played by Gene Garofalo in the Laramie Project movie uh. and is the very, very highly desired character to play in the Tony Award winning play, is my mom. Way, Way to bury the headline, the Lucas. F- Whoa. Call your mom up. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Can we Skype with her after this? <laughs> no, uh, this is this is why Lucas took drugs for so long because things like this happen where they were talking to him and then they wanted to talk about his mom. <sighs> we're very interested in you, Lucas. Right. Is that why? Is that so if you according to my one man show, but like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my what god. What is that called? I hope it's a play on the Laramie Project. No, or called, an anus metaphor. No, it's called standing O. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see you you missed a great opportunity. You should have called it the Lara Me Project. Yeah. Oh. That would have been fucking amazing. That's I would have been there every genius. night. Oh. <laughs> Lara Me Project. So wow. so what what was the feeling that uh, of of attention, seeking attention, or not getting it? You know, that's that was one of the driving forces. And also, being fifteen is a fucking crazy yeah. thing. Anyway, I just I, w- I was just mad. 
I, I felt like I was like like I was because your mom knew a gay kid who was murdered, and then someone wrote a play about it. Exactly. No, <laughs> my mom didn't know Matthew. My mom took all of her students to all of the court hearings. And then, like, oh. had all the political commentary in the play. Wow. Okay, so, so she, that's... So she'd be in the advocate, and she's on fresh air, and she's... Wow. I mean, that was kind of nice, Lucas. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That was, like, kind of, like, a good yeah, thing to like No, my good mom's thing. a great person. <laughs> I, that's the problem, is I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I think you're no, a good No, I person. am. But, oh. like, you know what I mean? Like, that's... When, you, when you're, like... Think about like just being in the shadow of like, but it's not like, like, but of your mom. Like, yeah. I couldn't imagine what it's like to have like a mom who's just like a babe, like a stunning hot woman. I, I don't, I'd probably, I don't know. I'd have a weird thing with that. Well, I, I mean, like. you know, this is, I mean, it's like, I always feel bad for Elvis's daughter. And like, I totally understand why she was like making out with Michael Jackson on the MTV oh, awards. Yeah. But, you know. Okay, so you're doing drugs because mom's an advocate mom's helping, for you know, LGBTQ youth. Also, I got, told at a very early age my mom was like just a heads up you have a drug you're gonna have a drug problem probably really they both did they both have my drugs? my grandfather my, my all my uncles are were and this was on the side of the mom who gave birth to you mm-hmm. oh. raging alcoholics oh and then, why, did she, why did they decide that she was gonna be the one to give birth to you <laughs> or did your other mother have know, have coin flip <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I've always wondered yeah. who, what, how, what goes into that decision. They sp- spun a spoon. <laughs> I think maybe it was like one's first, se- one second. Oh. Oh. oh, so they could both get the uh, experience of childbirth. Yeah, I mean that's fair, but not to you. Yeah. Right. Oops. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Lenny, the sperm donor. His oh, family. so many names. Yeah. We have to make a chart. Have you ever called a him chart for this episode? If you guys came to my one man show, you would have seen the charts. <laughs> I didn't even. You need a better publicist. I didn't even know this happened. I would have been there. Yeah, you're so funny. I would have gone. I don't, yeah. I don't have an agent. I don't have a manager, and I don't have a publicist. Hey, um, are we here? All that? right. <laughs> someone help. Someone Lucas. help Lucas Connolly. I, I have a book almost finished. He has a famous <laughs> mom. If you hire him and her, it can be a duo package. I'll get Janine to write the forward. <laughs> that's a good. That's good. You should get a more influential person. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So the drugs. How long were you doing drugs from age fifteen to what age? Uh, 18. 18. And then what was the moment where you were like, yeah, I gotta go rehab? Oh, I, I got stopped. I didn't oh. I didn't choose this to get stopped. By the popo. I got arrested twice. What did you have on you when you got arrested? First time, uh, fireworks. Oh, <laughs> all right. No, Nerd. We, no, we, had, we had done <laughs> all the drugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those were next. Yeah, you were gonna light yeah, them? Yeah. Well, so you were in a state where fireworks were illegal? Yeah, we, we burned down two acres. Oh, that's shitty. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We were, okay. on, the, we were on the cover of a newspaper. Guess who wouldn't have done deal. that? Your mom. <laughs> Janine Garofalo. Hard <laughs> <laughs> <Part>, neither. <laughs> okay, so the first time, and then what happened second time? What did you have on you? Uh, 0.01 micrograms of weed. I, oh. I tossed my everything, and they found, like, a cleaned pipe. Oh, oh so it was paraphernalia with some residue on it. Yep. And but, So did they look at... Oh, last time we arrested me at a firework. This time he has a marijuana pipe with a little bit of marijuana in it. Yeah. He's got to go to rehab. Well, it was more so that those were my mom's students. The Ooh. cops. Oh, wow. Oh. Your mom really is fucking up your life. But So yeah. that's why they arrested you? No, it, I think there's something where they might have been like, but then they're like, she gave me a B. 
you know. Oh, they I were like it resentful. Was all that time that they spent in the court. They were like, I the- want to be in the classroom, not the courtroom. <laughs> I think they were probably just like they got a sense of like, yeah, we're we're better than everyone and we're gonna stop uh bad things from happening. Probably we've been to court. <laughs> I'm just blaming my mom for everything. But yeah, well. they, they definitely knew my mom. Okay. So Okay. And so you went to rehab after the second arrest? No, and then I <laughs> I got I got kicked out of college. Okay. Then I uh was it like a good college? No. Nah, who cares? Okay. <laughs> then I uh then I got caught stealing a safe from my mom's house. How big was the safe? You have there's a lot of issues between you and your mother, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong in all of these stories. I'm not a good guy. Out of like, all the safes to steal, <laughs> why your mom? Yes, yeah, steal somebody else's safe. When they're not home. That was why I did it because I knew my mom wasn't home. How'd she catch you? <laughs> she like, who? Lucas, where's my safe? It's oh, a good for the fingerprints because my... your fingerprints would be there anyway. Right. So, so <laughs> where'd you take the safe? I dragged it to the garage, but I got really <laughs> oh tired. Oh my God, that's not far. Yeah, I dragged it to the garage, but I got really tired. So I needed to take a nap. And <laughs> Are you shitting me right <laughs> I was, now? I was on heroin. Are you shitting me? So, so I got high. the sleeps. I was so <laughs> what were you high on when you stole your mom's safe? Some like benzos. Oh, so this was like a drug. This was like a drug fueled, <laughs> drug money fueled theft. Yes. Okay. Then okay. Then my mom. Oh god. Oh. I drag the safe out. My mom walks into. She sees the track marks. She sees me. She sees the me. garage. Oh, Her wooden floor is just ruined. <laughs> She's like, "Why is there safe marks from where my safe used to be?" So my garage, Lucas. My my. She just sees me cuddling the safe. <laughs> I had dragged it. My mom, my mom is so butch. She just picks up the safe and walks inside. Oh my god! Wow, what a baller move! Oh god! Oh god! That's so and funny. then so you went to rehab. So I know. I go inside. Oh. <laughs> Before you go to rehab, you go inside. I go inside my mom's house, and she goes, "What were you trying to do?" I was like, "Trying to get what's mine." Oh. I said, right? And then she you can yeah. made up something. Yeah. She yeah. gave you an out. I was doing a project on <laughs> with your safe. Come yeah, on. she'd just be like, yeah, "This safe looked old, and I wanted to replace it, so I was bringing it to the garage <laughs> to repair." Yeah, I broke into your house. Then I tried to replace your safe. It's your mom. You don't like break into her house. Oh, were you not living there anymore? Oh, I was locked out of the house. <laughs> oh, you broke in. Okay. Yeah. What? Oh, Lucas, you left out that detail. Why yeah. were you locked out for excessive drug use? Yeah, and stealing. And, yeah, yeah. Oh. you had stolen something else. Oh, I, yeah, I stole a lot. Oh my goodness. Did stealing give you a high? Oh, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but not as well, much. Well, a lot of people describe <laughs> like kleptomaniac as like this high. That was one of my first thrills when I was a little. Was stealing? I like was stealing at like four. Oh my God. What the fuck do you steal as a four year old? I was like, I was like in an arts store and I like grabbed like a little pen and tried to put it in my pocket. Did you get caught? I got caught and they like. My mom, they called the cops on me. On a, a four-year-old? I think they tried to like make, and my mom got super mad. That's what I remember really of the story is my mom being furious. She goes, he's four. That's yeah. Sad. yeah. I mean, I agree with your mom on that. But yeah. at the same time, you were like, bitch, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. rehab, how long were you in rehab? Uh, nine months. Okay. And okay. that was like a fancy like Lindsay Lohan right. rehab or? So I went to Hazleton. What's that? The fancier version who, uh, and who was footing the bill? My mom. Really? Yeah. Okay. You're like, obviously. Yeah, Duh. I mean, I'm famous. surprised. She took all the money from her safe yeah, to pay for yeah. rehab. You keep saying famous, but was she like making a lot of money off of this Laramie Project lived, fame? She, no, but she lives in White, 
Wyoming. And so it's she's a, like, she's important for like yeah, of all the people in she's Wyoming. She's a doctorate. She's, you know what I mean? We make a No lot. one else in Wyoming has a doctorate. Yeah, most people in Wyoming make way, way less than my oh, mom. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, maybe like, okay. But like, so what? She's Wyoming. <laughs> I don't want anyone else breaking into your mom's apartment uh, oh, house ha- for the safe. Oh, what was in the safe? Yeah, I was going to say, what the fuck was what it? was jewels? in the safe? Female condoms. My mom opens it up and it's just all my baby pictures. <gasps> Oh, you that makes you feel even worse, doesn't yeah. it? There was no money. There was nothing I mean, in there for a value. But that was her most prized right. possession. <laughs> That's oh, so exactly. sweet. You're so, oh. Yeah. Also, like money's in. Who keeps money in a safe? It's in the fucking bank. Right. Like, she's a real. She's not a drug dealer. Yeah. Unless you're. Yeah. Oh, unless her, you're a mafioso, your those, money's just in the fucking bank. Those were the only things she didn't want to burn down. Should her house catch yes. on fire? That's really picture. fucking sweet. Just me in dresses when I was a kid. Oh. And, they put you in dresses? She really didn't want to sign. Yeah, yeah, she really didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They, they couldn't explain to me why I couldn't wear dresses. Oh, you wanted to wear them? Or I they wanted to wear you? dresses. Oh. Well, that, you had progressive parents, so yeah. that's why. Yeah. Okay, so you lose. Let's fast forward to when you lose your virginity. What are the circumstances? So I'm on Craigslist. The same. No. From that same post. Not. From the fucking anal post. If we're going to be like. Oh, yeah. wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to go back to that. <clears throat> so someone actually messages me from that post. A, a woman. A woman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sugar, the only woman who messaged sugar you. Poo- Sugarproof 69. Did you make really? that up? No. That's her name. Oh that was her God. name. Oh, my God. Okay. At, at some old school email. Was she born in 1969? How old was she? No, it was like sexy and yeah, but I, sexy. She was definitely, That's what I would think, but it'd be funnier if she shows up and she's she was, significantly older than you. She was older than, older than me. How much older? I have no idea. Yeah, you guess. I mean. I'm going to say 35. She was 35 and you were 19. 19. 19? Okay. That's okay. hot. So what does she say when she messages <laughs> Lucas's face was amazing. Well, <laughs> technically she wasn't, but uh, <laughs> to me, you know. That, that's that was nice very nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's very sweet of you. Very, he, 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 you're like, to someone, I'm sure. Someone thinks she's hot somewhere. That was beautiful. And yeah. what, so describe what you guys messaged back and forth. And then what was this meeting? I, oh my God. She wouldn't give me like a phone number. So we had to just keep on like emailing okay. each other. Red mm-hmm. flag number. Yeah. Um, well, women's safety. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so. Eventually, she just came over to the place I was living. Did she ask you any questions? She like over yeah, that email? was still a dumbass move on her part. Yeah, she, like I think there was just some back and forth, back like you know what I mean. But like, yeah. And you like, were sober, which you weren't yes. used to being. No, yeah. Did and you he, ask for a photo? Yeah, but it, did she it, send it, one? It, it she probably did, but I don't. It didn't really matter. Yeah. Okay. At that time. Okay. <laughs> Just need someone to fuck right now. Yeah. And how was the sex? Well, it was really, really quick. And how quick? Four pushes. Okay. 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 That's not bad. Okay. I like how you call them pushes and not thrusts. <laughs> four pushes. Four pushes. Did That's you use so a condom? Sweet. Yes. Okay. Good red. for you, Lucas. Red. A red condom? Yeah. What did you just save it or? No, I just remember it being weird. <laughs> That that was oh like the, a cherry condom the, yeah the, it was did like did she have one did she have the condom or did you have the condom well I mean rewind the whole fucking thing is weird yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the red condom is the standout weird thing in this scenario oh. that is your real life <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it just I for some for there was a moment when I was like, oh my god, she's on her period, and then I was like, oh, it's at the con. Oh boy, you were a young nineteen, my friend. I was so dumb. Yeah, you had two fucking vaginas in your household. I had too. four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, four by that point. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, and I understood was periods. She... Oh, I understood. They talked about them. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Did they force you to be like? To, to know about menstrual cycles yes oh wow oh they'd be like oh menopause is the worst like that would be uh, thing that would happen all the time <laughs> so okay you lose your virginity after four pushes yeah and then is there awkward conversation after between yeah. you and and coco puff 69 whatever yeah. the fuck her name is basically oh in the in the email i'd said that i tried to lose my virginity to this girl right and this girl we were about to have sex and then i told her it was my first time and she was like nope that was like a girl um, your age, my age. Okay, I, I was. I uh, she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. She was like, I was like, this is the one. This is what I want. You know. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, no, nah, that's not happening. She goes, was she also a virgin? No. Oh, that's sad. Okay. So I was. So the girl was like, like knowing that you're like your girlfriend in the post was like kind of a bitch, right? Okay, so the thirty five year old is is shaming. The girl your age who didn't want to fuck you because you're a virgin. Okay. Okay. And I was was just like, yeah, yeah, I get it. But in my mind, I was like, yeah, I just don't want to talk to you about this. Yeah. Like, that's not why we're emailing, lady. Well, that's what happens when you. No, no, that's after we we were. Uh, I came. She was trying to for some post coital therapy. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like, I don't. I mean, yeah. Like, like, there's something weird where I was like, I don't respect you because you came here. It's kind of, you know. <laughs> oh man, that's you know a I mean? real double standard. Yeah. It's such a double standard. Posts a lot. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even a <laughs> slut thing. It was just like it was like it was so unsafe. Yeah, but you you it wanted that situation. It wasn't New York Tinder. It's like it was Florida. <laughs> it you was were Florida, Florida Craigslist, not Florida. Florida, yeah. Florida. Craigslist. people get murdered yeah, but you and went on Florida Craigslist yeah, after you both trying to see yeah. if you wanted things up your butt and you're like nah and then this woman said she was going to come over and you were like okay yeah you're right yeah and you guys both lived in Florida so you're both not doing well yeah so I was in rehab I was just got out of rehab perfect and that timing. was, your, that was <laughs> your my worst reward. move yeah your reward to yourself yeah. and then okay then what happens in your life like what dating wise do you stay clean wise? I, I, yeah, I've never, I've never realized. Really, nine months and you ever, never went back. What? What? Yeah, nine months. Of, <laughs> you, you the worst answer. Stall. I was like, it's like time stop for only you. Nine months. Nine months is incredibly long. Yeah, but we're friends with Andy Dick, so yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. love you, Andy. Um, uh, yeah, you, you. One of the things that Corinna told me about you you used to masturbate in public. Yeah, like when I was a kid, I, I was all about like. Thrill seeking. Okay, yeah. I, how old how old were you when you first masturbated in public? Like 11? 11? Yeah, 11 or 10? Did any how public we talking? Public library? Okay, were there I, people around oh, actively? Yeah. yeah. Wow, how I, do you pull that off? I just, you just come really quick cuz you're not you don't know where to, like you're not thinking about sex almost. Is like, your dick out? Or is your hand down your pants? Your dick my di- your dick's out. That's part of the thrill. That people see your dick. They could see your dick. They no one ever did. Oh, so it's not like you're not like you're not like sitting on top of a table like really putting yeah, on a show. Like, ah, but you're just in a yeah. public space, and there is the opportunity that someone could pass by and see your penis. Is I get that it. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. When I, I masturbated in the hotel room in Austin, I, I I opened all the curtains and I was like, eh, if someone sees me, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's fun. Right. It's- what, when did you stop doing that? Did it go awry one time? 
Um, I was masturbating in an elevator. Okay. Um, and how old? Twenty-seven. Same, same, same year, like eleven-ish. Eleven-ish. Okay. Were you and, alone? Yeah. What the fuck were you as an eleven-year-old doing in an elevator? Masturbating. I was like, am I like one of the buildings on campus? Oh. A at, campus at age eleven. Yeah, that's where my mom worked. Oh, oh okay. Oh, so you're at your, your mom's, mom's work. work. Okay. okay, right. So I pushed like whatever the highest button. <laughs> okay. And I come, and then I, and I come, but I don't. Again, I don't know where I'm coming. So all of a sudden, I come, and I realize I come all over the keypad. Oh my god, that's so gross. It's okay. so gross. Accidentally, okay. you accidentally came all over the elevator buttons. Like it was just like, uh, and then I was like. Uh oh! And then in my mind, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't get caught for doing this." And then I just you should never be like, "Ah, shoo!" Oh, okay, so you never got caught, even though someone was looking at that camera at some point. I'm sure somebody, like, you know what I mean? Like, it was, it was, mm-hmm. it was so close. Wow! So wow. it was like, Whoo. hmm. You are you lead an interesting life, Lucas. Yeah. And do you amazing. still need? Do you still need all this attention? No, not. that's why you do stand up. I was gonna yeah. say, I was like, mm, you know, weird choice. Yeah, <laughs> new new masturbation. Okay. How how are you? How are you with your sex life now? Like how how has your sex life evolved since uh, Cutie Patootie sixty nine or whatever from Florida? Um, you know, for there was a section of like kind of like what people would probably call sex addiction for a sec. Really, for a section. like you know, what I mean, where I was, I like would like had would. For a little while, I was like having sex with like three different people in the day, and yeah, like. But were you being careful about was, it, or were you kind of? Did it feel like you were being reckless in a way that wasn't? You were being well, safe. It was, it was like, it was it was me on an app or some kind of pro. I, I've never had sex basically with anybody, not from an app. Okay, to this day, or this website. Kind of, <laughs> all right, so a girl met me at a show. And got messaged me on Facebook, which is still like, yeah. But she saw you in real life first. Yeah. Okay. But basically, almost every other one's been from an app. That's no. Yeah. Oh. Do you feel uncomfortable talking to women in in person? But like to start off the conversation in person. Yeah, I kind of think there's something where my brain is just going. Well, why why should I try when I know I can go on the internet and there's someone who said they like me. There's like a guarantee. You don't right. have that. You don't have to face that uh, rejection. That's an interesting take uh, yeah. from a male perspective on apps though, because like I know rejection a lot of happens behind the scenes. Yeah. I know a lot of girls are like, ah, apps are stupid. Everyone sucks. But it's like, we don't really take into account how much men are getting rejected. Like that's like kind of your role in like the dating scene is just like to constantly get rejected. And like, yeah. we expect you to be totally fucking fine with it. Oh, and it then we're hurts. like, why are we alone? Why are you being a dick? Yeah, I mean, that yeah. sucks. I mean, yeah. do you, did you ever feel that way? Did you ever, have you been rejected? Oh, a ton. A and ton. You, what's a ton? Like, you would message women on apps and they'd oh, be like, I would, no. mess- I would message 100 people or something. In one day? That's what I'm saying. So uh, that's what I mean. Like, like women was, that you connected with, though? Like, I would match uh, them, but then I'd message them yeah. and then they wouldn't respond. What you, well, what are you saying in these yeah. messages? The, I, when you're in full. Close your underwear. No, just like, Hey, thanks for matching. But like something thanks lame. For, yeah, okay. Right. Something, I mean, Tinder's a game though. I w- I matched with a, a ton of people that I didn't respond to who were super hot. Like it had nothing to do with it. Right. I just really didn't want to do that. I was like, I was trying it just for the hell of it. But then I was like, I don't want to go on a date with these people. This sounds right. fucking awful. And was there a rejection from the app? Even though you were putting yourself out there a lot and getting rejected a lot, was that rejection 
did that suck? I mean, did that, I mean, or is it kind of like, well, this is part of the dating game. I'm going to get so many no's before I get a yes kind of thing. I think it's, that is part of the game. I think it's also just like, I didn't know what I wanted. Right. So I would like try and seek in other people possibly. Would, yeah. And I would be vague. And how like, so? like, I would just be like, I don't know, whatever. Like, it's like, what are you looking for? Yeah. You know, what, like, it's like, I'm not, it's like, it's like, I was like, you know, it would be cool to just have friends with benefits, but it would almost be cool to have a relationship. Like, I'd like do both points. Like, oh, yeah, girls love that. Right. The guy that <laughs> has no opinion. Yeah. So, okay. Now, my friend, my I only have met one person in my life who I truly believe is a sex addict. Uh, and he described to me as sex addiction as like you start missing really important, important commitments in your life to have sex, such as work, such as like a really important family event, uh, like shows. Like, did you ever do that? Oh, I wouldn't leave my house. But I mean, did you have anything to do? Yeah, were there women, over- <laughs> were there I mean, women coming over to your house to have sex with you? I don't leave my house a lot either. That doesn't, I just don't have anywhere to go. <laughs> I guess when you put it that way, it makes me feel like I'm a loser, but yeah. No, no, no. I, no, no but, I'm not trying to call you a loser. I'm no, just no. trying to question because sex addiction, I think it's so, it's thrown a around. lot of people say they have it. I really, really, only, really doubt a lot of people The only do. reason why I put it in that kind of category is because of my other addictions. So it kind of felt a similar it's super manicky. Yeah, you have an addictive like, personality. Like I got that set feeling for a sec. Like for like I wouldn't eat. I'd just be like, oh okay. Like I get all like I my my body temperature would rise. I'd go into ketosis. For, you know, from sex, from wanting sex, from just not only trying to like that was like my from only, going after one thing. Mm, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, do you still do that with other things? Do you still have? Because I mean, you you always have that addictive personality. It doesn't go away. I have it too. But I mean, you know, I just don't do like right. heroin. Right. But now, I'm sure it would be great. Well, now I'm doing sugar again, but I go in and out. I flux. So you're just, you're just addictively eating. Yes. Okay. Reward eating. I'm like, oh, I did well. Oh, I didn't. Hey, I didn't bomb that podcast. Sugar. Oh right. my God. I bombed that podcast. Sugar. Well, totally. You know? Yeah. I do that too. A hundred percent. And also I just like, it's my true, like, but it's, it's not really like a, an addiction. It's just like my true. No, but joy. I don't, but I don't get, I don't ever get that uh, about sugar. Oh, okay. Got it. You don't. So it's just more of an award for a reward for yourself right. instead right. of something you're chasing. Cause you can I don't get, get sugar at any yeah. time. Like okay. you, it has to be something that's hard to kind of get. That's why I like right, hard the chase. drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I okay. Get that. Okay. Like weed but, is not interesting to go and try to get. Well, right. but I've I've had. I mean, I'm not an, an addict. I don't think. But I the times where I wanted weed and I couldn't get it, I like freaked out. Just because, just and I, and it wasn't even like I needed to smoke it, but I'm like the fact that I couldn't get her that was hard to get. I was like determined right. to hit up every person I know who's ever smoked weed or like <laughs> it's only happened a couple of times, but uh. Yeah, so I'm like, oh man, that's probably a big part of addiction is trying to get the thing. Right. Like, like when you like try to like find a like, like like a massage parlor, or you find all, all those kinds of things, and you like try to get your brain into like that kind of thing. All of a sudden, you go, well, it has to be this thing. Wait, are we talking about a real massage parlor or like a, like a, a blowy hand job? Like all one. those those like hand jobby places. Have you ever been, been, to one? been to one? Oh yeah. How are they? I hate it. Question: In New York City, you been to one? Yes. So the, basically the ones that are open past 11 p.m., that's a blowjob place, right? D- depends on where it's located. Really? Like the cheaper looking massage parlors? Right. If there's a buzzer, 
Yeah. That's oh. a that's a place. But if the door's open, it's not. It's not. How oh. much can you get done? Can you I obviously hand job? Can you get a blowjob? Can you get sex? Yes. And do you, are there code names or do you just say, hey, no. I would like is there a price list? Yes. What is the price? Do you remember? I don't like you know what? I go in there and I go, huh, that's not what I want. Oh, uh, okay. You so oh, okay. So you've so done it before, I've, but not recently. I don't really like I like really, really painful massages. I like it by like old ladies yeah. that are like super like old lady. I buff. like that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it like hurts and it's yeah. like it's like feels good on your muscles. Yeah. And it's like painful and they like elbow your head. But you don't want stuff. a blowjob from that person because it's probably gonna be pretty. They're not violent. gonna give you a blowjob. They're they consider themselves a different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a masseuse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh massage therapist. Or like a, sorry, like sorry, a medicine sorry, woman. Sorry. You know? Masseuses that are the ones who are giving blowjobs. Yeah. Um what oh god, that's so Huh. I don't even know what to say. I had more follow-up questions about that, but I don't. No, no, with the you 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 keep saying like you come, you know, easily by like touching your dick or you have in the past, but then you mentioned that you have sensory integration disorder to me earlier. Oh yeah, I did hug you earlier. Is that was that no I'm Are you okay? Oh no, I'm the, have you recovered I'm, from Christmas? Uh, <laughs> Not um, a lot of people have. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the um it's I, I went to occupational therapy when I was a kid. Oh, so you it. kind of figured out how to deal with yeah. it and be touched. So I, oh. I am. Uh, they would say I'm a toucher. I'm a, I'm a touchy versus a not be a not touched person. So I want to be hugged all the time. Oh, so you loved that hug I gave. Yeah. You. So, so I, you like touch. A I lot. like being touched. The moment someone's like light lightly grazes me, I'm like, Ugh. like it like annoys me and because I, they're not hugging you or something. Or it's not closer. high. It's not like not a lot of pressure. Oh. oh, so it's like uh, if you're gonna brush up against me, don't fucking touch me at all, kind of thing. Bingo. So did you get really annoyed on the subway? Yes. <gasps> okay. Oh do you? It, it irritates you? Do you get vis- visibly irritated? No, because I went to all you the occupational a, therapy damn, stuff. Interesting. What kind of exercises are they doing in occupational therapy to help deal with that? A lot of it is, um, do you feel that? Do you feel that? And then they would squeeze apart, and then they would squeeze it less, and squeeze it less, and squeeze it less, squeeze it less. So basically, oh. like lightly touching you. But eventually, okay. So you're you're currently okay with light touching? Because I'm wondering, yeah. like, with foreplay, do you ever with your partners do like light touch floor, tease type foreplay stuff? I'm very good at doing it. I would rather it usually not be done to me. Oh, okay, got it. Got do you it. like people like hitting you? You seems like rough, rough behavior. I don't though. I. I I was thinking that when when you like asked me, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm vanilla. I'm I feel vanilla." Oh well, that's fine in 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 a way, like yeah. because I don't like I'm I'm pretty generic because I don't like getting hit. Mm-hmm. I don't really like. I hitting. mean, that's not generic. That's just you, you know, know. <laughs> you like not getting punched in the face. I yeah. honestly consider myself to be pretty vanilla, but I do like like violence in the bedroom. I hate it in real life, though. Same. So what's the what's the in your eyes what is the kinkiest thing you've done or the kinkiest thing you like? And maybe it's just missionary. I don't, care. No, I don't know. It's not like a trick question. It's it just like truly what you like. It's like I don't think from your dick. Think, think from my dick. That's what we say in our live show. When we ask people questions. <laughs> think from your vagina or your dick. I guess I like like 
whenever the vagina is as tight as it possibly can be. So if their legs are closest <laughs> together. Oh, so you're every man that's ever existed. <laughs> you, Lucas. Ever in the history uh, of time. Yeah, I don't know. Perfect. Have you ever God encountered a vagina? <laughs> Walked right into it that It was a trap, sucker. Uh, no. Come out here, Kathy. You were right. Well, it's Come like, out. Susie, what do you like? Just like the biggest cock. Like, that's all. It's like the biggest cock. Um, have you ever encountered a vagina that was... Um, not, I'm not going to use the word, loop, but bigger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was oh, it yeah. Cocoa Puffs 77? It wasn't Cocoa Puffs. Okay. But it was. Well, you must have been happy because no, no one was lightly touching you then. No one was touching <laughs> you at all. No, no, it was, it was, uh, it was, I got my full, my full hand. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was weird that you even, it. so that's not vanilla that you even tried to put your whole yeah, hand you up there. Yeah, you fisted a woman. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty badass. No, because. <laughs> I was just trying to do the regular fingering where you get like all the sides. <laughs> and your fucking hand, <laughs> and your hand sl- slipped up her pussy. No, because I tried to get all the sides, but I couldn't get all the sides. So I just kept adding fingers. What do you mean all the sides? Like of her cervix? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You try to touch all the walls of her. Okay, I touched all the walls. I mean, it's not a square. You don't it's... have to do that though. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, I'm a giver. So <laughs> you are. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm going back and forth. And then all of a sudden I look down at my hands and it's just covered in blood. I mean, uh, was this person okay? Was yeah. she menstruating? Or did you tear or something? I don't know what exactly what happened, but Does she know? Was she <laughs> was she like, ow? She goes, Maybe you scratch me, maybe I'm on my period. I'm like, I think you know if you're on a period. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it might have come early or something. Yeah, you don't I don't always know. know. Usually you know. And you then you stuck your know. penis in her right after that? No, oh. I kind of like was like, Oh my god. And then because I looked at my hand and I looked at my dick and did it, was it like, go my past hand, the my knuckles? Not my hand, or did know? it go in past oh, it went, to your wrist? It was like karate but chopping. But I've had I've had a, a hand up me oh not to the wrist but pretty and i mean i don't know i guess my vagina is t- i don't know yeah shit do i have it's, a loose vagina no i don't I know if i don't think so i just think well i mean i guess like, i mean like even when i like you can feel the difference like if i don't have sex for a couple of weeks it hurts to have true sex. true 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 so i mean it's like you know vaginas are like starfish you're constantly renewing right <laughs> i just remember just being like my dick's not a fist no, your dick is not a fist. Your dick is a dick. So yeah. the reason you ended up not doing it was because you didn't think you could satisfy her with your little not wrist hand dick. dick? Yeah. Or were you like, I don't want to get into this? Also, it was covered in blood. So Yeah, was, well, I mean, it seems not, like she shouldn't have been having sex. It seemed like there was something it awry. seems like there were some wounds that happened. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Okay. And you're, are you dating somebody? I am. You are. How, for how long is it like are you exclusive or are you um we are in an open relationship oh nice for how long a uh, year cool is it going what are your rules between each other the rules are no co-workers that's it and um we don't we don't talk about the other partners okay. is there any to rules about like frequency how long how many oh, or how- the other like of that kind of thing uh-huh. is like uh i come home at night I was gonna, yeah, that, that's I, most people have. An I my that rule. Yeah. Um, now, did you guys agree to this early on into your relationship? We we were hooking up a year before that. Okay. And okay. Then, so you're then she was like, "I want a title," and then and now after a year, it feels like she doesn't really. She's not. She hasn't been going out. She okay. hasn't, she's 
But kinda, you, on the other hand, haven't really been going out much either. I've okay. Been too busy Is it because you comedy. like each other or you don't have time? I don't have time. Oh, okay, got it. And also, I like her. I really do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you you live together? We live together. And do you, but do you still feel yourself having that like needing to get that high from fucking other people? Do you have that itch that's not getting scratched when you're when you're not going out because you're too busy? No, because I'm when I'm too busy, it doesn't matter. It's only when I'm like, oh my god, I have a free Sunday. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Oh, okay. So like when you're idle, it's like the devil comes yeah. in. Okay, got it, got it, got yeah, it, got yeah. it. Okay, and then um, we'll wrap this up. But just in closing, um, you mentioned that you did stand up at an orgy. Yeah, um, that sounds pretty interesting. It's terrible. Okay. Oh, terrible. Tell us I mean, I, I like figured that. it wouldn't wouldn't be good. All right, so this orgy was a three day event. Whoa. Yeah. Was it in the woods? No, it was in a taekwondo dojo. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Um, were you were you there were you there purely as a stand-up comic or as a participant in the orgy? And they're like, anyone got any talents? No, I was there as the talent. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's I better. I feel yeah. like that's more professional. I want to do that show. How well we'll All talk right. later. Anyway, how was the experience? So it was the it was three nights. This was the first night. Which was kind of the pre-orgy cuddle to, yeah. party. Wow. But Okay. So what what they hired me to do was between movies. Porn or none? No, just classic like fun. <laughs> oh, the Wizard of Oz. Just fifth element. Uh, <laughs> Secretariat. Um, Secretariat. Oh, oh, I mean, I mean, secretary. I was gonna say, secretary would have been a good book. I was gonna say, secretary. It's a horse movie. (laughs) You don't get these. Yeah, well, that is fucking hilarious. Horses have big dicks. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Um, Okay, so like they were like sexy regular films. Yeah, they they were trying to ease people into the orgy that will take place. Wow. Okay. So I was supposed to perform ten minutes. Between the movies. Okay. While everyone was going to the bathroom and... Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. The dream. <laughs> Getting snacks. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... Do- it Comedy's was like- glorious, you guys. People really don't understand what this job is like. <laughs> no, we... Yeah. We, we've done... I mean, between all of us, we've done comedy in a lot of fucking weird oh places. Oh, my God. That might be the weirdest. Oh so, God. the first set was okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, what's okay at an orgy? And like, I got... I got... I would say I got 65% laughs. Oh, out that's of a room. good. And they were closed, right? Everyone's clothed. Yeah. Right. Was- so at that time, <laughs> that time, just the girls with like mostly it was just girls wearing pajama tops and no tops on. That pajama was like bottoms, lot. no tops. Okay. Yeah. Like and that was mostly. That's pretty distracting for you. Yeah. Yes. Titties. Was there a host? There was a host. <laughs> was that person a comedian? No. Didn't think <laughs> it's so. just a vagina on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Lucas! Oh, I'm gonna give you the hardest tug after this interview. Okay. I thought you said hardest tug, and I was oh, like, no. "Whoa, the hug. hardest tug you've ever seen." I'm like, "Oh wait, well, you better no, no." Tug, tug. Okay, you I know me. It. I'd prefer to give the tug, but I'm gonna give the hug. Oh yeah, go on, Because I know you need this. So, first set of ten minutes at the orgy with the tops were off. Did okay. Did okay. Okay. <laughs> then after, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Then at the at the end of the fifth element, right? 
Everyone's riled up. Everyone, there's been like, I was watching things happening while it was going on. So there's just, everyone's getting pantsless. They're not, a lot of, it's, it's mostly just like a huge masturbation scene now. Oh, and also kinda. like staying, sitting for two movies in a row is exhausting. Right. You gotta take your masturbation. <laughs> you, gotta for, take, you gotta jerk dude, off. Someone between. had like a, one of those, like they, someone brought like a power tool. What? In, like. Oh, to masturbate with, with, like it was like a buffer. Okay, like it had like like a furry pad on it, but it was obviously like a power saw. Okay, originally, oh. and like real women masturbate with this. <laughs> Jesus, hey Barbara, like what? <laughs> and were these straight, gay, by all of oh, it? It was um, across the. Spectrum. It was uh, everything. It was like binary, no bathroom, gender <gasps> oh, specific. That's fun. Yeah, it's great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the second time. I go on stage. <laughs> I can't believe it was a stage. I mean, oh, an area that was the taped area, off. The, the area in front. <laughs> I start telling like, oh. everyone's everyone's basically naked in their own, or you know, pajama top, but we're like pajama top, dick out, like wow. Okay, and I'm like telling these bits, and I'm watching like guys getting jerked off, but they're like limp. Oh, mm-hmm. that would. Fuck up my set. <laughs> and and the problem is I know, I know in my head, because we all know, like, if something's weird in the audience, we go, Crowler. look at that. Yeah. You can't do that, right? There is <laughs> There's too much weird shit. Too much. Can't be like, that guy's limp. You don't want to do that. Well, it seems it's just like, inappropriate. It seems yeah. not sex positive. Right. right. But it's also saying a guy's limp is just accurate. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. That's weird. It's weird that whatever... Yeah, but it's weird crowd where he like if so if someone unattractive in the audience, you wouldn't be like, look at oh, that. I would have started asking up. them analytical questions about their political beliefs or some shit that had nothing to do oh, with sex. This is the, the crazy part. There was basically everybody there was hot. Okay. Really? There was no woman there that I would have yeah. said. But How that's not you. How picky. Yeah, you, you know? yeah, you were on Craigslist in Florida. <laughs> yeah. You what kind of a bar is with this? Pookie seven. No, that, like legit, legit, very, like, very beautiful. Like wow. That's like, the kind of orgy I want to go to. I was, Do they still happen? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll get that information later. Well, of course. I mean, they had to be happening because, like, you gotta separate the uglies from the right. cuties. You have to have like you have to have a, like a body, and it's like a it's a whole system of, of even course, getting into yeah. these. Well, to get right. to be safe and to make sure yes. there's some sort of standard to get in. And right. yeah. wow. So the guys are getting jerked off. It's pretty. It's horrible. It's pretty bad, right? <laughs> I think it's great. Okay. I get on say again now. Now if you, if I was got sixty the last time, I got thirty this time. This time because I'm just so distracted, and yeah, I know right. I just also know that no one wants it. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's shut like, up, we're trying it, to fuck. It's like a it's like doing a college because they have to. It's PC like a college. Oh yeah, yeah. But then yeah. everyone's naked, and also no one wants to hear you talk. No one gives. So it's a- like worse than doing stand up impromptu at a steakhouse where everyone's like, "Stop interrupting my dinner." Right. Exactly. Yeah. So by the time I get asked to do the third movie, I'm like, do I have to? The third movie. God. The third movie. He said, okay. They're like, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I told this story. Oh my God. And it, I've, I've 
you haven't i don't know if you've, anyone's ever really bombed until they've bombed while looking at every woman who would have ever rejected them naked so, oh it's like a nightmare but it yeah, happened to you in real life right. <laughs> you know like how people like in public speaking they're just like imagine everyone in their underwear or naked right and then you see them all naked and they're but all then not they're laughing fucking, yeah when they're naked and they're fucking each other that blows. there was one clothed person there and it was, it was you. you no i was i was in my boxers Wow. By choice? Because you wanted to fit in? Yeah. But, well, yeah. That's I didn't I definitely didn't want to wear a, a suit. <laughs> I would have came I mean, I've never seen I've never seen you do stand up in a suit, Lucas. Right. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. if someone was like, This is a corporate event, you gotta wear a suit. Right, like, right, right, right. Well, I, I was at I went to a sex party once in Canada and Business we were bitch. the only clothed people and the naked people kind of got offended. They were like, What the fuck are you doing with your clothes on? I'm like, Oh my god. So maybe they had a well a lot of times they don't even attitude. allow clothed people at these kind of events. Like yeah. you have to disrobe. Well that that is actually the theme of the show. The theme of it was that this was a pajama. If you didn't wear pajamas, you weren't allowed okay yeah. oh okay so when i came i was like i'm the comedian and i was like fully dressed They're like well we have a changing room for you oh god so so okay so okay. The, the last set sucked but that's okay those were <sighs> unique yeah. circumstances what were you paid in i have like fingers a, at the butt i have a lifetime uh into this orgy from that one. All right. Was that seriously the payment? Oh, yeah. That's the worst payment. You know how much yes. money this orgy is? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I know. You don't want to so go stupid. to that, do you? I don't know. I keep debating. Well, oh, can so I use your been... free pass? Oh, we'll talk later. Um, okay. Wow. 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 But like it's $75 or something a, a time. I mean, that's not okay. bad. Wow, Lucas, right. you, I really thought it was way more expensive. <laughs> hey, do wait. you know how much this orgy is? 75 The sex party I went to was 200 Yeah, I, I went to a sex party in Atlantic City that was more than that. Um, not more than 200 um, Where Jesus. where can we find you online, Lucas? <laughs> oh, my God. Does everyone hate me? <laughs> no, we love you. I'm, uh, in yeah. sh- I'm in shock, actually. Yeah. That's a lot of things to take in. Yeah. Uh, you guys can follow me at lovable Lucas. Of course. At, dot com and uh, at and Are you at, serious? Yeah. Oh my god. It's L U C A S. Okay. Oh, thank you for spelling. Yeah, they, there's a lot of Lucas spellings. Yeah, we we got. It. All right. <laughs> hey guys. He um, possibly coming to an orgy near you. Oh god. Lucas Connell. Seriously, if you see uh Lucas on a, a comedy poster on your Facebook. Uh, or in a subway, or in the, the, like or the, in the, the deep mode of trenches. transportation, not the, not the sandwich shop. <laughs> Please go see me. Super funny. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Guys We Fucked, the anti slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday.
Guys, we fuck listeners. Today's show was sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that believes that therapy should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. A Talkspace therapist can help put you on the path to a happier life. For a special offer for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com slash GWF. Again, that's Talkspace.com slash GWF. 